Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. Kara, my baby brother is getting married next month. Oh my goodness. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to the wedding. I got to say though, and this is not to like denigrate on his upcoming wedding or anybody else's. Yeah. But I feel like you get to a certain age where you've been to enough weddings. (laughs) You've kind of seen one. You've seen them all. You've seen them all. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I understand. Yes. The balloons are a different color or the food is a little different. Yeah. They're mostly the same. Right. Yeah. They are. And so I always appreciate it when somebody does something to spice up the wedding ceremony just a little bit. And that's exactly what one couple named Adam and Tara decided to do. Uh-huh. They decided they wanted to do something they hadn't seen before at a wedding. Uh-huh. They included a llama what? in their wedding party. That's incredible. Not someone dressed up as a llama. An actual. An actual real llama. live llama. That's amazing. Named Jay. <laughs> they uh, rented him out from a farm nearby. Oh, wow. And he actually got dressed up in a groomsman outfit. Nuh-uh. They, uh, they put a suit jacket on him, some pants on the front of him. What? They even made some like little fake arms and hands in the groomsman pose, you know, with the hands yes! crossed in front of him. Totally. So from the front, he looks like just a llama standing on his hind legs. Oh my goodness. And it is literally the <laughs> most hilarious thing I've ever seen. That makes me so happy. <laughs> There's the like serious groomsman photo, and then yes! just a llama there, or all the bridesmaids crowded around a llama. Oh my god! He was obviously a hit with all of the guests. Yes. Who decided they all needed a picture with Jay the llama? Oh wow! So uh, if you got a wedding coming up, yeah, I'm just saying, you want to create a memorable <laughs> experience for everyone? Go for the llama. Go for the llama. We read books and watch movies about buried treasure, but that all just seems like fantasy. Fictional, not real. People don't actually find buried treasure. Uh, oh wait, someone did! A man in Kentucky found buried treasure, now being called the Great Kentucky Hoard. It consists of nearly 700 gold coins, ranging from $1 coins to $20 gold coins, issued by the U.S. Mint before the Civil War. The experts suggest the rich owner of these coins probably buried them before the Civil War hit Kentucky, since Kentucky was a neutral state at the time, and he maybe didn't want to look like he was aligned with the U.S. government, you know, they were U.S. coins. The coins are worth millions of dollars. But I have a lot of questions, you know, who's the man that found the buried treasure? Was it in his backyard? Where was it exactly? And is he now stupidly rich or is the government gonna like find a way to take it back? The more I research this story, the more mysterious it is because these these questions I have are not being answered. The articles are way more concerned with how this is related to the history of the Civil War. And I just wanna know if this guy is rich. What do you do when you find yourself in a funk? Mm, Good question. (laughs) It's not a fun place to be. And if I'm honest, I've found myself there more than a few times in life. And I ran across some thoughts this afternoon from Paul Perkins about like really practical things to do when you're there. Mm. Because when I find myself in a funk, I just feel paralyzed. Right. I'm like, I literally, I can't even. I'm just going to sit on the couch. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going back to ice cream. I'm going back to bed. Thank you very (laughs) much. I don't want anything to do with this. And sometimes that like kind of stuff can be good for a little while. For a little while. It's not ultimately going to make progress on the problem, right? And that's the thing. Yeah. Like if you want to actually like move forward, which we all do, we just, 
we get stuck. Yeah. What are some practical steps you can take? And the first step we talked about earlier is just to be honest mm-hmm. with someone. That's so important. Be honest about what's really going on. Even have someone help you figure out what's really going on. If you don't know, that's okay. Another step is to say thank you, God, for the little tiny things in your life, because it's important to have hope to help you get out of that funk. Mm -hmm. And then a couple other steps that I think are really important. Spend time with family and friends, Mm. which is also counterintuitive when you're Especially for those of us who are introverts. Exactly. Sometimes when you're not feeling good, you want to crawl in a hole and never come out again. Well, because you're like, I don't want other people to have to experience me like this. (laughs) I don't like being around me when I'm like this. But you need support and help, right? Absolutely. You can't get out of the funk. I don't think without it. Mm. So it's absolutely essential to spend time with people that you care about, that care about you when you're in a funk. And then the final step again, which is going to seem like overly simplistic is to keep moving forward. Mm. And another way I think that helps me to think about this is to just do the next right thing. Right. Because your instinct is to give up, to say, I'm never going to go on another date. I'm never going to apply for another job. I I quit. This is too hard. I'm not going to go back to class, whatever it is. Mm. But being able to just take one more step, right. keep moving forward, do the next right thing. They'll add up eventually. They add up eventually, and you'll be able to get out of that funk one step at a time. Small actions can have a big impact. A man named Jason went into a McDonald's for lunch, and when he tried to pay with his card, it kept declining. Without hesitation, the cashier, Hayden, paid for the man's lunch about $8. Jason was absolutely shocked and tried to pay him back. He only had $4 in cash and forced it into Hayden's hands and said he'd be back later with the rest. Later, when Jason got his order, he looked into the bag to find those $4 bills and a note that said, have a blessed day. Jason took to Facebook to tell his story and brag on this young man. Another story popped up from the UK where a McDonald's drive through cashier paid for her customer's meal, and it turned out that this customer was having a really difficult day, and this caused him to want to pay it forward too. $8, in the case of Hayden, wasn't a lot, but it meant a lot to Jason. It's amazing how our small actions can make the world of a difference. Well, the day has arrived. Anson. Yeah? Yes. Uh, there's a big sale going on. Oh. I remember, didn't someone say one time that like the day after the Super Bowl is like the least productive day at work? Oh, yeah, I've ever, heard that. Uh-huh. Or something like that. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Oh. I think it's today. <laughs> it's today. The day of the big prime sale. Gotcha. Because we're all, you know, we're definitely not all sitting at our desks <laughs> looking at our phone, yeah. watching the deals and texting our spouses. Right. Hey, look at this deal. Uh, yeah, I Definitely, Asking permission yeah, no. to buy more stuff. Yeah, that's definitely not what all yeah. of us are doing it all day like today. It seems like a pretty big deal. Yeah. It's like, this is like one of the largest holidays now. I know, it's because... <laughs> like, I think it's maybe surpassed Easter at this point for the so... second biggest holiday. Oh, no. <laughs> there is a new theory that dolphins use baby talk with their calves. I was reading this article about the scientists studying this theory and they kept saying how human mothers use baby talk with their infants. And I feel like that is such an understatement. Dads also use baby talk with their infants. All of us humans use baby talk with our cats and dogs. So what is the phenomenon here? Is it really far-fetched that dolphins might use baby talk? Seems like everyone does it. 
Our words really, really matter. Hmm. I was reminded of that truth today when I was reading some words from Mark Batterson. Hmm. And he says, our words are often self-fulfilling prophecies, whether we intend them to be or not. Oh, wow. He related the words of uh, a counseling patient who was sharing an incident from her childhood where she overheard her mother say to her father, we could have done without that one. <gasps> oh. oh. And those words were an open wound decades later. Yeah. Uh, conversely, Brett Favre, famous quarterback, he once said that after a game, his dad, who was also his coach, was talking with the other coaches and said, my son will play better. He'll redeem himself. I know him. I know he has it in him. Oh, wow. So for better or for worse, mm. our words are self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. And Mark Patterson asks these questions. Are you giving people something to live up to hmm. or something to live down to wow. with your words? Are they life-giving or do they suck the life out of others? Hmm. Careless words are more than just that. They can be a blessing or a curse in a very real sense. Hmm. And blessing is one of the deepest longings of the human heart. Yeah. All of us need somebody who believes in us more than we believe in ourselves. Mm. And fortunately, that's who God is. And that's what he does for us. Mm. But with our words, we also have the power to do that for others. Wow. I am starting to question scientists who are doing research and finding new information about things that I feel like are common knowledge. For example, I found this article talking about how research finds kids do better in math with music. Do we not already know this? I'm sorry, but did no one else watch the Incredibles short Jack-Jack where the poor babysitter says Mozart makes babies smarter? As a child, I internalized this statement knowing, okay, Mozart makes people smarter, right? And I would listen to classical music while doing homework even to the point that I graduated college. Not to brag, but I'd say it made me smarter and I did very well in my academic time. So yeah, kids, Mozart, it's good for your brains. Kara, over the 4th of July weekend, my family and I took a trip up to Grandma's house yeah. up in Kansas. And on one of the days, we actually went to the zoo. Oh, fun. Got to go see all the zoo animals. Love the it zoo. It's been a while since I've been to the zoo. Yeah. It was fun to see all the different animals. One of my favorites was the gorillas. Oh, totally. There was one of them sitting like right up next to the glass in their kind of outdoor enclosure. Yes. So everyone was kind of crowded around and looking at the gorilla. The gorilla's looking back. Yeah. I didn't realize, though, apparently some zoos are having a bit of a problem with this close proximity oh, between really? guests and gorillas. Uh-huh. The Toronto Zoo is asking visitors to please stop showing cell phone videos <gasps> to the gorillas. Oh, really? <laughs> because oh, boy. people are putting up YouTube videos on their phones. Oh, my god! And then holding it up to the glass. Okay, that's funny. For the gorillas to watch. <laughs> uh, apparently at the Toronto Zoo, there's one gorilla in particular. His yeah. name is Nasir. And he's been showing a particular interest in phone videos. <laughs> they said he's fascinated by videos and screen time would dominate his life if he had his way. This is sad. So he's basically one of us. Even the We're teaching him bad habits, Even Kara. the gorillas <laughs> yeah. are having trouble with screen We're time. We're showing him oh, the screens no. and they're like, could you please, no, please stop. stop. He needs to no. go play <laughs> on his jungle gym or Enough. something. Turn off the YouTube videos, Nasser. Oh, Go boy. hang out outside. Yep. Yeah. 
farmers markets are becoming increasingly popular in this post-pandemic era, but you may have asked yourself, is it worth it? Aren't fruits and vegetables at the farmer's market just more expensive than the grocery store? That was one of the reasons that kept me from going, along with the early mornings that farmer markets tend to operate. But I asked a neighbor and she said the price is about the same. So I wanted to confirm this, I took to the internet, and yeah, the general consensus is that due to inflation, the prices between the typical grocery store produce and the farmer's market are closer than before. But the nutritional value, on the other hand, is different. According to some nutritionists, fruits and vegetables lose their nutritional value as the days go by from being picked, and the ones in your grocery store were probably shipped from far away, and they are covered with a wax coating and some toxins to keep it preserved during the travel. Whereas, produce from the farmer's market probably went from their garden into your hands within 24 hours. So there's much more nutritional value, less toxins to worry about. So you may be seeing me bright and early at the farmer's market. This afternoon, we've been talking about ideas to spice up summer, make it a little bit more fun. Yeah. My family, we have engaged in a new tradition this summer. We're having family nights on uh -huh. Friday nights, and we've decided we need to eat some really fun food Ooh. as part of our family nights. I like that. So you've probably seen these like TV show documentaries where people like travel all over the world to crazy mm. exotic locations yes. and try out foods they've never tried before. Totally. We're kind of living this out at home. How fun. So every member of the family picked two countries from Ooh. anywhere in the world. And every Friday, we look up some recipes and try to recreate some food from that particular country. What a cool idea. So we've tried everything from like Mongolia to Ooh. Venezuela to our neighbors up north, Canada. Yeah. Had some poutine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's a really fun way to do this. Or if you're not much of a cook, that's okay. There are other ways to do it as well. Yeah. Maybe talk to some friends or look up some diners or dives exactly. in northwest Arkansas that you could go check out. Mm. The thing is... Make sure you eat adventurously, okay? Order yeah. some items you wouldn't normally eat. Uh -huh. I'm not saying you gotta eat roaches in the jungle <laughs> or something like that. No. But try something you wouldn't normally order off of a menu. How fun. You yeah. might be surprised by how much you enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>